a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's the car doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Remember, you can always join us on WROLradio.com or any one of your favorite uh, smartphone apps like TuneIn Radio or iHeartRadio. You can find us there. And you can always find older programs on uh, at the Apple iTunes store. Go to the podcast section, just put in Car Doctor Radio, and you'll find past interviews and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, we have a great program planned for today. We're going to be doing some trivia a little bit later. Uh, maybe even, uh, I don't want to give a clue out yet. might be too early. But with us on the phone right now is Johnson Jang. He's the vice president of Juno Power. And uh, good morning, Johnson. Welcome to the Car Doctor program. Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Good, you, good. You just, sound, you just sound quiet, so I just need you to speak up a little bit. Okay. Well, that's, that's that's better. Okay. Um, well, first off, let's talk about Juno Power. What what is it exactly? Uh, Juno Power is a company that designs and manufactures consumer electronics, uh, mostly in the portable power divisions. Uh, we currently have a couple of products out on the market right now that supports uh, basically portable power for your iPhones, your tablets, your Androids. Uh, we even have ones for your laptops. And you know, recently we came out with one that actually jumpstarts a car. Well, that's the one I'm most interested in. Uh, you know, uh, uh, automotive people, you know, we've been carrying jumper cables around forever. Then we uh, we carry big jump packs around that have uh, essentially a 12-volt battery in them. Uh, and some of the portable devices were nothing more than a box with a bunch of uh, pen-light batteries in them. But your your Jumpstart pack is a lot different than that. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we're... Our our Juno jumper is actually what it's called. So the Juno jumper, the jumper is spelled the J-U-M-P-R. Um, that battery pack is probably the size of a typical, you know, Android phone and just twice as thick. So it's very, very portable. Uh, we use lithium polymer technology, and it weighs just seven ounces, and the device can basically give you the peace of mind when you're out on the go. Uh, you leave it in your car, take it in your, you know, your suitcase or your luggage or, you know, your purse. And it's basically power whenever you need it. And it's a device that is actually high voltage that you guys step down, right? Uh, actually, it's, 12, it's a 12 volts directly, uh, 12 volts, but it's able to give an output of anywhere from 150 to 300 amps. Depending oh, okay. On what kind of what kind of car you have and what kind of power it's going to draw. So 100, 100 to 150 amps or 200 amps is more than enough usually to start a car, even with a battery that could be shorted out. So certainly something Correct. that would give some peace of mind. And from what I understand, these things are uh, literally flying off the shelves, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of started off, we ventured off into this market. Uh, you know, we started designing and testing this, you know, about a year ago. And uh, we weren't quite sure what the response was uh, when, we launched the, when we launched the product. And, you know, it kind of, you know, easily put, it exceeded their expectations by over a thousand percent. It's no joke. It, it, we, we sold out in the first, I think, 16, 18 hours, and everything else is uh, back on that back order. Uh, we're still trying to catch up. I think uh, we'll be caught up by, I think, mid or late June. We'll be completely caught up. Yeah, I actually saw a tow truck driver in a parking lot walking around with one doing a jump start. Really? 
That's, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. so uh, it's certainly it's certainly something. I guess he figured if he carried his pocket and he wasn't quite sure where he was walking, a lot less, a lot less stuff to carry around. So a uh, very unique product. And the other product, uh, you know, I think uh, a year or so ago we had a little hurricane up here in the Boston area and a lot of people lost their power for several days. And probably mm-hmm. the biggest frustration with people was, how do I charge up my cell phone? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we have a variety of products on our website right now um, that, you know, caters to the cell phone and the smartphones and the tablets. Uh, the car jumper that I was talking about, the Juno jumper itself, it actually has a USB uh, 5 volt 2.1 amp output that actually can charge your phones too. And uh, we don't believe it or not, we've, we've gotten a lot of inquiries from around the world. Um, a lot of people are trying to use the device for something else, not really just for uh, car jumping. I mean, you think about it, it's 12 volts. So a lot of them are using either for robotics, some people are using it for camera systems. Um, you know, uh, we don't we don't claim that it's compatible with everything, but if they, if they want to try to rig the camera, or not the camera, they rig the battery to be supporting any of the 12-volt devices, it's actually workable. So can I can I hook it up to an inverter and run my refrigerator? Uh, <laughs> that one we don't have. Yeah, well, you know, theoretically, yes. Uh, we don't have an adapter for that, but theoretically, yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't know I don't know if you can run a refrigerator per se, but you know definitely if you run you can run into an inverter. Uh, we do, however, have other batteries that we we're testing and will be releasing soon uh, that will actually have an inverter adapter that you can actually attach, and you know you probably might be able to power you know laptops, TVs, you know something like that. Yeah, no, amazing stuff. Uh, also, that it sounds like uh, you're you guys are having a little bit of fun this week too with the Gold Rush Rally. Tell us what that's all about. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a very, very long week. Uh, the Gold Rush Rally is uh, basically a cross-country rally from the West Coast to the East Coast. Uh, we started in Las Vegas, and we actually, I believe, we ended in New York. Uh, you know, you guys caught me at a really good time because I just hopped in the car, and uh, we're on the way to New York City from Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, it's about 100 cars. You know, you'll find cars like Lamborghinis, Bugattis, Ferraris in, in this group. Um, there are people that brought their Rolls Royce Phantoms and sat in the back and enjoyed themselves. Uh, it's definitely a road rally. And, you know, the funny thing is, one more thing, this morning, uh, I got a call this morning from one of the cars. Um, they actually called me and said, hey, do you guys have that Juno jumper thing with you? Because their car just broke down. Uh, it ran out of power, uh, you know, on the side of the road. And, uh, you know, I had, I, unfortunately, I had, no, I had no means of trying to get it to them, I couldn't transportation. I couldn't get it to them, but I told them it would have been a great product to have with them in the car. Oh, absolutely, and especially something like if an alternator went bad and it wasn't replenishing the battery, you could probably hook this up and actually at least get yourself off the road to someplace safe. So, yeah, I mean, yep. if you um, if you actually if you go hop on YouTube and just search for a Spell Power uh, Juno Jumper, uh, I believe there's a video on there that we filmed uh, a month ago of a Lexus 2007 Lexus ES350. Uh, we actually started the car without the you know the, the the power even connected to the car battery. It's wow. directly connected to our our portable battery, and it actually started the car. Now this is it's something that we don't recommend doing. You can't we can't we don't recommend this. Is not a recycle or it's not a recycle battery, so it's not used for really you know starting the car and driving it with the Juno jumper by itself. But it's to demonstrate how powerful it is 
even without a car battery, you can still jump jump the car. Oh, it sounds it sounds like a phenomenal device, and I kind of heard about it uh, a couple of months ago. And then when I got notified uh, by one of your agencies, I'm like, I got to I got to really check this out and talk to the guy who who really knows about it, and that and that is you. Uh, are you are you at least in this rally? Are you in kind of a fun car or anything? Or yeah, you know, I've been I've been hopping around, and it's it's been it's been a great drive. Uh, you know, I did I did get a speeding ticket. Um, you know, my first speeding ticket in maybe six years. Uh, but the, the cops has got me at a really bad time. <laughs> I was really tired, really wanted, really wanted to hit the, you know, hit the bed. Um, you know, we we drive anywhere from like three to seven hours a day, and we arrive on the next dis, uh, next destination. Uh, again, we started at Vegas, and we ended at Denver. Uh, we went to Park City, Utah, and then went to Denver, Colorado, and then from Denver we took we hopped on the plane uh, over to Chicago, Illinois, yep. and uh, from Chicago we went to Cleveland, Ohio. Now we're at Washington D.C. and we're going to head into New York City tonight. Uh, and you know, tonight will be the big finale, and uh, it's definitely going to be great. Well, watch out for those speed cameras in Washington D.C. So, no, we're we're, yeah. we're definitely driving speed limit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I I was in I was in Park City, Utah, probably a year and a half ago, and I was amazed at being a you know, and I'm from the East Coast where we put guardrails on everything, even if it's only three feet above the ground, and you're in Park City where it's the elevation's 9,000 feet and there's no guardrails off the side of the road. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was, you know, Park City, Utah is one of one of the most amazing drives that we've been on. Uh, it's very, very beautiful. There's, you know, there's still snow all over the place. Um, and it's, it's great. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of the best drives we had. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds like it sounds like a great thing, and and uh, Juno Power is uh, you guys you guys are going along as sponsors to the to the Gold Rush Rally. Is that what it is, or? Well, you know, unofficially, unofficially, uh, you know, yep. The, the owner, the owner, the owner of Gold Rush Rally, and I, uh, Rami, you know, Rami, he's a good friend of mine. We've known him for I think seven years now, um, and he came over of Gold Rush Rally six years ago, and we're this is the sixth year that the rally is going on the route. Uh, and, you know, we just kind of said, hey, you know what, we'll, we'll kind of come on board. We'll, we'll, you know, sponsor a few products at their awards ceremony at the end of the, at the, end of the trip. Uh, we, we supplied the staff with a lot of um, the portable charger stuff and what they needed. And um, it's definitely something that saved everybody's lives. And, you know, I, unfortunately, I didn't bring that many because, you know, the airplane rule only allows you to bring, like, 10 portable batteries on the plane and you can't check them in. Oh, okay. So when, I flew, when I flew in from uh, San Francisco, I only had like eight or nine batteries in my backpack. And, uh, you know, the whole trip, everybody is asking me, like, hey, you know what? You have one. I'll buy one off. You're 100 yeah. right? $200. And you're desperate for it. And, you know, it, it shows a lot that, you know, these things do, it does work, and people do need them. And, you know, everybody is just amazed how powerful these things are. And, you know, I brought a variety of them. We used it for registration. We used them on the road. Um, you know, we had one that we made last year that's compatible with MacBooks. Um, you know, we're charging the laptop yep. on the go. I'm actually using one right now. So it's, you know, it's something that will always keep you charged. Whether, you know, it's not just a road rally. If you think about it, right, when you're going on a vacation with your family, you're extend a road trip, you know, and uh, if you're going on camping or even just traveling to another state, this is something that you should always have in your backpack and you know your suitcase. And we sell, you know, right now our we only have two products available online right now. Uh, we you know, we're phasing out a lot of the stuff. 
releasing. We're releasing 10 more new products wow. in the next 30 days or so. So it's definitely going to be amazing. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the processes of getting, you know, getting the products set up on walmart.com, getting the products set up on target.com, sears.com. So, I mean, keep an eye out. I mean, these guys, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't know off the top of my head how long it's going to take for uh, everything to correct into the system be available, but we have started the processes. Uh, you know, you can find us on Amazon as well, so Amazon.com, yep. just search for Juno Power. And, uh, you know, definitely, like, you know, I, I, you know, I will love to give your uh, your viewers, you know, a coupon code. Um, give me a second here. Uh, if, I, if I were to create a coupon code for you guys, what would you guys want it to be? Uh, how about uh, WROL 950? Give me a second. Let me just write this down real okay. fast. I'll put it. I'll put the system in once we get off the phone here. All right. Um, okay. So W R O L nine fifty would be that would be a good coupon code, and then people can save a little bit of money if they buy the product, right? Definitely. So W as in win. Yep. R as in Richard. L as in no O L. No O L. No, like ocean, ocean, ocean love. Got it. Okay. So W-R-O-L. 950. 950. Yep. Awesome. So I'll go ahead and get this code activated in the next 30 minutes or so. Um, I'm going to give you, every all the, all the listeners out there, all the fans out there, 15% off on all of our products. It's probably one of the best. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's do a 20%. How's that? That's Sounds best, great. Uh, that's going to be the best, the highest percentage level we have right now. So, you know, Go Rush Rally fans are getting 15%. So we're going to give you guys 20 you're special. Hey, well, well, I really appreciate it. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, but the website is Juno Power J U N O P O W E R dot com, right? That's correct. And you know, if fans can't remember that, they can definitely just uh, use I stay charged with the D dot com. Okay, so, JunoPower dot com or I stay charged dot com. Sounds great. Hey, I, I want to let you. I want to let you get back to the rally and uh, you know keep it under the speed limit. Definitely, we're always driving speed limit. All right. Well, except for that once. I appreciate it. Except for that once, thanks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Johnson. Thanks for spending a little time with us up in Boston. Uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. You too. Bye. That was Johnson Jank, Vice President of uh, Marketing. Talk about a marketing guy. Comes up with a discount while we're talking to him on the phone while he's in a car. That's pretty good. So uh, check it out, junopower.com. We've actually tested out a product like this uh, at work, and... Uh, he was right. We actually took a battery out of uh, a little pickup truck, hooked up hooked up the device, and it did start the car. It was pretty amazing. Uh, we did we actually did six jump starts in a row, and the product kept working. So pretty ama- pretty amazing product. So you know, is it designed for commercial use for you know for a tow truck driver to keep in their car? Probably not. But for the peace and security of that one time you left your lights on and you, you're kind of in a parking lot by yourself and you don't have jumper cables or you have jumper cables but you don't have a friend or you don't have a jump pack or something like that, uh, certainly sounds like a, a good way to go. So junopower.com, wait a little bit later today and go on the website and where it says enter a coupon code, uh, WROL950, should get you 20% off. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, speaking of things, if you want to check it out, uh, the uh, Boston Globe today, uh, my column was in there. And one of the things that uh, we took a look at in the last couple of weeks, I got a email from a person who said they want to know about adding extra security to their man cave because that's where they keep all their cars. And one of the things was a little video camera. And I'm actually trying out the video camera right now. And it actually works pretty well. I have it set up at home. 
and it works. Uh, it works pretty well. It's a. It's a pretty. What I liked about it was how simple it hooks up. Uh, but uh, if you have a need for something like that, well, check out the globe and see what see what's there, as well as some of the other questions and Craig Fitzgerald's review of a Volvo. And yeah, you might remember Craig. He's been on the program here a couple of times. Why don't we take a break? If Kelly's okay with that, because Kelly's in charge. Marita's off today, and Kelly's here today, and she's in charge. She's going to make sure we stay somewhat on time. Now she's all nervous because she's in charge, but she doesn't need to be. Uh, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, we'll do a little trivia. Of course, we want to talk to you about your car, your car problems, whatever's on your mind. You can give us a call at 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. We'll be right back. This is Paul Sullivan. I can't imagine a tougher job today than managing your family finances. We're always trying to find ways to help you save. So once again, we are offering you a buy three, get the fourth tire absolutely free on all of our Goodyear tires in stock just in time for the road trip season. That's right, Paul. From now until June 15th, buy three, get one free on all in-stock Goodyear tires, plus additional manufacturer rebates on select Goodyear tires. The quality of Goodyear tires is why they're installed as original equipment on some of today's best-selling vehicles. And when it comes to service, no one can match Sullivan Tire and Auto Service. We've got the best technical team of ASE-certified pros keeping your car running right. Nobody can match our people, and we won't be beat on price. From our family to yours, have a safe and enjoyable holiday weekend. Thank you. Buy three Goodyear tires. Get the fourth one absolutely free. Now through June 15th. See SullivanTire.com for details. Church believes that they can help you find true love. All new Thursday on Game Show Network. Tell me about your bachelor. He's real cunning. The dating game gets a miraculous makeover as congregations play Cupid in a matchmaking ministry of love. I hope you trust your church. True love gets real. It takes a church. Hosted by Natalie Grant. All new Thursday at 9, 8 central. Only on Game Show Network. Comcast viewers can catch It Takes a Church on Game Show Network, channel 267. The mission of St. Agatha School in Milton is to teach as Jesus did, and that's what happens every day at St. Agatha School from K-1 through 8th grade. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Chuck Straven, a parent of four daughters and board member at St. Agatha, has to say. Excellence in education was our primary focus, but we also wanted to focus on a school or have them participate in a school where they received a strong moral, spiritual, and social foundation in addition to that academic foundation. St. Agatha this has been a great fit. It's challenged each of our girls in various ways to be the best that they can be. And as I look back now, with three daughters having graduated and one still there, it's been the best investment we've made in our children's future to date. It's obvious when you enter the school at St. Agatha's that the faculty and staff are fully vested in the future of our children, faith formation, social awareness, and helping the children just become responsible decision makers. Those are all parts of the St. Agatha experience that I'm not sure you'd find in public elementary schools. Call and learn more at 617 696 3548 or visit stagathaparish.org 
I need to archive emails to comply with business regulations. Do you have an IT guy to help search through thousands of PST files? No. Got time to install a complicated product or create detailed reports? No. You okay paying storage fees to save duplicate emails and images? No. Offshore automated phone tree support okay? No. Then yes, we can help. The Barracuda Message Archiver lets you store and find emails fast to avoid compliance and litigation penalties. Easy setup and single instance storage will save you time and money. And if you need help, you'll talk to a live human. Try the Barracuda Message Archiver free. Go to barracuda.com slash yes. to the car doctor and welcome back to the car doctor program on am 950 wrol the spirit of boston if you would like to join us 617-770-3030 617-770-3030 is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problems just to go over the gold rush rally it's it really yeah, it started in las vegas went to park city went to denver um the uh the website, just if you're on the internet, go to Gold Rush Rally. Just look it up. Um, it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting the way it's all set up. And of course, they have all kinds of Ferraris and Lamborghinis and all that sort of stuff. And uh, but it's uh, it's a pretty interesting thing. But what's most interesting about it is they go from Las Vegas, drive up through Utah into Denver, and then they stop. Then they fly to Chicago. I don't know how the cars get to where they're supposed to go, but uh, then they go to Chicago, and then they end up in New York. And I guess this thing's been going on. This is uh, Gold Rush Rally 6. So kind of an interesting thing. And, of course, uh, you know, thanks to Johnson again for the discount on the Juno Power. I, I've been uh, wanting to try one of those out my, myself and see how it works. It, it, it's fascinating because it really isn't that much bigger than, I don't know, Double the size of a smartphone, half the size of a paperback book. Pretty interesting thing. Okay, trivia. Who was Ernest Holmes? And what did he do with a Cadillac? Who was Ernest Holmes? And what did he do with a Cadillac? Do you know the answer to that? Give us a call at 617 770 617 770-3030. It might be kind of a difficult question, but uh, maybe not. You never know. I got a note from Auto Parts Warehouse. They've been on the program before. And they have um, 10 do-it-yourself tips to save yourself some money on your car. And the first one is avoid aggressive driving. Jackrabbit starts hard braking. Says it doesn't cost anything. Doesn't take anything. And it's extraordinarily easy. Avoid driving short distances and stop and go traffic. Again, doesn't cost anything. Isn't hard to do. Combine your trips. That's how you save. That's how you can save money. Uh, keep exterior paint clean with uh, regular washing and waxing. Uh, cost you twenty dollars worth of wax. Unless you happen to win something here, you never know. Sometimes you get polished from us, the two hundred mile an hour kind, from our buddy Jay Davidson. Uh, then uh, a little bit later. Uh, keep the interior clean. Again, not a hard thing to do. Helps improve the value of the car. And it helps improve the value of the car. Uh, rotate the tires and keep them inflated. Well, this is uh, National Tire Safety Month, so a good time to do that. Change the oil and filter. Certainly something you should do. Uh, follow the owner's manual. You don't really need to do it every 3,000 miles anymore. But uh, don't forget about it either. 
change the engine coolant and replace the thermostat every once in a while. A little bit more difficult, but still easy enough to do. Replace the spark plugs, drive belts, and the air filter. That's something you do a lot less these days. Spark plugs, you know, a lot of times 100,000 miles. Drive belts, 100,000 miles or more. Air filters still get dirty, especially here in New England, as well as cabin air filters, the filter that a lot of cars have now to keep dust and pollen to a minimum. I replaced mine the other day in my car, which I may have replaced one other time. It was overdue. There was uh, dust and pollen and dead moths and all kinds of things inside there. So it was nice to get it out and get a nice fresh cabin filter in there. And uh, replace the timing belt is what they call number 10. Uh, depends on the car. You may or may not have a timing belt. And the cost on that could be anywhere from $300 to $1,200, depending on the repair. Uh, that's something that you probably want to leave for the professional. Trivia again. Who was Ernest Holmes and what did he do? Let's see if Paul and Milton knows. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I, I haven't gone to my computer, so this is really off the top of my head, so probably wrong. Um, did he create the first uh, tail fins on the Cadillac? He did not. Oh, okay. He did not, but good guess, though. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Paul. All right. Bye-bye. 617-770-3030. 617-770-3030. Who was Ernest? And this is, I guess it's a little bit of a trick question, but who was Ernest Holmes? And what did he do with the Cadillac? And uh, there's a few people out there who might know, or at the end they might go, oh, that's what he was talking about. Chrysler recalls uh, 10,700 SUVs for a cruise control defect. That's right. Chrysler Group said it was recalling about 10,700 SUVs to fix a defect that leads to unattended acceleration in cruise control mode. The vehicles being recalled are 2014 Dodge Durangos, Jeep Cherokees, Grand Cherokees, high-performance Grand Cherokee SRTs. They were, only, they were assembled for about a three-month period. More than half of the recall vehicles are with dealers or in transit to dealers. Fiat uh, said on its website this past Thursday, about 6,100 vehicles are in the United States, about 1,000 are in Canada, a few, uh, a few hundred in Mexico, and another 3,200 outside the United States, which has something to do with the North American Free Trade Agreement. I don't even pretend to know about that. The company said it's unaware of any injuries. Chrysler said it found that when the cruise control was engaged, the vehicle may accelerate for about a second after the accelerator pedal was released. In high-performance vehicles uh, subject to the recall, the event may last up to two seconds before deceleration begins. Chrysler in April recalled uh, almost three-quarters of a million vehicles to fix a defect in brake systems. So I guess we don't want to have the two things happening at the same time. That would be not a good thing. And also, coming up in uh, about a week, is the Factory 5 open house. Factory 5, uh, we had Dave Smith on the program, oh, about a year ago, just before his last open house. And Factory 5 is a company that makes the uh, Cobra-style kit cars. They also make a performance car, like a supercar. And now they're making, well, they also make a 33 Ford. And now they're making a car that uses a Subaru driveline called the 818. And this open house is going to be taking place next Saturday. I think it runs from like 10 to 2. Uh, but it's, uh, people like 
People like going down to the open house. They show you a little bit of work that goes on down there. And uh, it will be June 14th, and the open house will be their 17th open house. So if you're in the Wareham area, go down and check it out. Find it if you want more information about it. It's factory 5 um, dot com and uh, just a it's it's always, always a good event and there's always it seems like hundreds of cars down there so certainly something worth uh, checking out and, and seeing what it's all about uh, they always put together what turns out to be a really good good time down there so um, and if you want to find out more about it you can always try to find one of our podcasts from a year ago where you can check out more information about it uh, if you're on iTunes or you, if you go to Podomatic, and then just uh, you know check the uh, Factory Five interview, and you'll hear kind of all about it, and you'll get an idea what it's going to be about. Six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problems if you have any on this what is probably going to be so far the nicest weekend of the year so far so hopefully you're out enjoying it I know as I was driving over here to the radio station there seemed to be an awful lot of people out and there was uh, a car you don't see very often an AMC AMX and it was a uh, it was a stunningly beautiful car. Over in the Weymouth area, so it was uh, just a great car to look at, and uh, they did they did a really nice job with uh, all the work they did to it. Uh, just a just well well put together car, so uh, certainly something to look at. And uh, uh, you know, I I I was a little I I wanted to take some pictures of it, but I figured uh, uh, maybe maybe not quite maybe not quite yet. So. Six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty six one seven. Seven seventy thirty thirty. Let's talk to uh, Stephanie in Plainville. Good morning, Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I think I might know the answer. Okay. Um, did he make the first tow truck? He did make the first tow truck. Hey. <laughs> My husband and I are sitting here uh, eating breakfast, and he says, "I think it was the first Cadillac." <laughs> No, it first tow truck, and and it's kind of it's kind of an interesting story because apparently uh, it was sort of one of those things that was kind of homemade at the last minute, and uh, but it was uh, it was a uh, uh, you know kind of a it says uh, what's it say here uh, somebody found it. Um, Ernest Holmes, a mechanic in Chattanooga, Tennessee, got a call one day in uh, 1916. From an old oh, business school. Thought, thought it was 1918. Well, was yeah. Uh, well, your husband's pretty accurate, no matter what. Then, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, he's a car buff. <laughs> but uh, John Wiley, who uh, had driven his Model T Ford off the road and it was upside down, and uh-huh. uh, they eventually got the the Model T out of a creek bed and got it upright. But it took eight hours and six men to get this. Uh, Model T out of the, the creek bed. The experience gave uh, Holmes an idea. He went back to his shop and outfitted a three-year-old Cadillac with a uh, longer wheelbase, put kind of a, a winch on it, and got it all to work. So I'll tell you what, we will uh, put you back on hold, and we will put get your name and address, and we will send you some kind of prize, okay? Awesome. Thank all right, you so thanks, much. Stephanie. Bye-bye. All right, so uh, we'll let... Uh, well, let Kelly take care of that. And um, good answer, too. I thought it would be a tough question, but uh, Stephanie, her husband, they know their stuff. 
Well, this week uh, I was driving around a big vehicle, and that big vehicle was a Toyota pickup truck. When uh, when it came to uh, pickup trucks, at one time it seems as if there were really only a couple, Ford and Chevy being the big players. Sure, there was an occasional Dodge and even a Jeep and an International, but the market was really sewn up by General Motors and Ford. Then Toyota showed up with their compact truck. It was useful and economical. Then Toyota started to look at the full-size truck market, dipping their toe in the water with the T100, kind of an almost full-size truck. Then a few years ago, that all changed with the Toyota Tundra, a true full-size half-ton pickup truck. This latest Tundra, um, well, the best I could figure out by looking at their website, I believe there are a total of 24 different trim, cab, and bed configurations. As well as three engine choices, a 4.0-liter uh, V6, a 4.6-liter, and 5.7-liter V8. Our road test was in the four-door, six-passenger, four-wheel drive, 5.7-liter-powered V8 model with an eight-foot cargo bed. The first thing you notice about this Tundra is it is one big truck. It comes in at nearly 21 feet long. On the road, the 381-horsepower, 401-foot-pounder torque engine provides plenty of power. The six-speed automatic transmission shifts smoothly, nicely matching the power of the big V8. Uh, where the big Tundra suffers a bit is in fuel economy. And I will admit that sometimes I drive a little above the speed limit, once in a while. But I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an aggressive driver. I'm not hard on the gas. The best I did, 15 miles per gallon. The ride was surprisingly smooth with this big truck soaking up bumps with little problems. The steering was smooth. The handling is pretty good for a truck. Although as big as this truck is, it actually even feels somewhat bigger. Uh, there are some vehicles that big feel small. Some vehicles small feels big. This actually is a pretty formidable-sized vehicle. Drivers certainly need to choose their parking spaces wisely. Uh, passing a slower-moving vehicle is accomplished with ease. Based my, on my impressions... Pulling a heavy trailer would be no problem at all. The only thing I ever put in the bed of the truck was a, I don't know, 50-pound storm door. So it certainly certainly didn't affect it that way. The brakes were up to the ta uh, task of stopping this big truck. Brakes work great. The cabin's well laid out with all the controls uh, where anyone who uses a truck would expect them. The gauge cluster and instrument panel has been updated since last year and now seems a lot more functional. A necessary and standard feature of this truck is a rear-view camera. Nice to see it there. There's a nice assortment of power points for phones, charges, navigation units. The cabin on this model could actually accommodate six adults with a 40-20-40 front seat. This may be one of the few four-door vehicles on the road that can actually seat six people. There was uh, large storage bins, a decent-sized glove compartment, large door pockets. Under the middle front seat cushion was another storage area. The backrest for the... Uh, Middle cushion also is storage, and if you wanted to use the cup holders, they were actually in the fold-down uh, uh, middle seat cushion. Safety is addressed with standing, standard anti-lock brakes, stability control, traction control, trailer sway control, side impact airbags, side air curtain airbags that cover both rows of uh, occupants as well as the front knee airbags. Certainly all the occupants are well protected. The bottom line... With this uh, Toyota Tundra pickup, the F-150 and the Silverado are no longer the only game in town with this latest Toyota uh, Tundra fighting to get to the top spot. So if you're out shopping for a truck, and if you're out shopping, if especially if your work brings you to a place where you need to carry other people around with you and you value having an 8-foot 
uh, bed on the back of a truck, this is uh, this is one that could do all that for you and four-wheel drive. So if you're going to a, a construction site, job site, and you need to bring a couple of people with you and also carry something in the back, this is the truck that could do it for you. Why don't we take another break? My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Phones are a little quiet this morning. If you want to join us, 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. We'll be right back. On the other side of the street I knew Stood a girl that looked like you I guess that's deja vu But I thought this can't be true Cause you moved to West Quick, name the top mortgage lenders in Suffolk County If you didn't include City of Boston Credit Union The Boston Business Journal did BBJ's December 2013 list of the largest mortgage originators in the area ranks City of Boston Credit Union 24th. Quite an accomplishment. From January through September, CBCU originated over $13 million in mortgages, including creative non-conventional home products like the 35-year fixed-rate mortgage. Not in the market for a new home but need to fix up yours? City of Boston Credit Union's unique home improvement loan gets you the funds for repairs or renovations without affecting the equity in your home. One of the oldest credit unions in the country, CBCU is proud of its century of service to those who live or work in Norfolk, or Suffolk counties, employees of the City of Boston or the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. NMLS number 403469. For details, cityofbostoncu.com or 617-635-4545. It's my neighbor firing up his new zero-turn mower. Smile on his face says he bought it at my Stransy Brothers. For more than 50 years, my Stransy Brothers has been supplying outdoor power equipment that makes yard beautification tasks and outdoor home chores much easier. They have the very best in lawnmowers, tractors, and zero-turn mowers. My Stransy Brothers makes your lawn equipment purchase an investment by maintaining a service capability and support attitude that is unmatched in the industry. They have quality parts and equipment with fast, friendly, courteous service. Pickup and delivery always free as long as you own the equipment you purchased at My Stransy Brothers, even after the warranty expires. So come to the store where your neighbor shops for power equipment. They service what they sell. Ask my neighbor. My Stransy Brothers Beverly, exit 19, off Route 128, next to the North Shore Music Theater. 978-922-3509. My Stransy Brothers Beverly. This year marks the Irish Cultural Center's 25th anniversary. Celebrating in style, the Boston Irish Music Festival 2014 takes place over three weekends. Hope you enjoyed the Irish sport on display last weekend and the Black 47 farewell tour Friday night. Still ahead, Saturday, June 7th, three stages, Eileen Irish, Screaming Orphans, Inchicore, the Alfie O'Shea Band, Yorkshire, Cat in the Moon, Tom Lanigan's Band, the Jolly Tinkers, the Gobshites, Aaron's Guild, the Old Locals, Aaron's Mel- and many more. And next Saturday, June 14th, the Irish Cultural Center is proud to once again partner with the Liam Harney School of Irish Dancing. It's a great day out to see fantastic dancers show off their talents. Day tickets for each of the festivals are available at $15 per person. The three-weekend festival pass is an amazing value at $20. Take advantage of this great offer and book now. Get tickets and information through irishculture.org. Welcome back now, to the car doctor. Let's get back to the car doctor. 
<laughs> that was a little that was a little rough for me, but uh sorry about that. Uh six one seven seven seventy thirty thirty. I think I I heard I heard Paul Sullivan do the commercial, and I actually see him in his car, and he may have just spilled his coffee when I said that. I'm not sure, but uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, let's talk to uh, Daniel. Good morning. You're on the Car Doctor program. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I started listening to your show very shortly, so I, I like the show. Thank so you. Far. I have a question. Uh, I have a... Um, a Honda Ridgeline, and I need to change the timing belt. Okay. Would you would you recommend to change another item like a water pump or anything like that, or just it? It's not it's not a bad idea. How what year is your Ridgeline? Two thousand six. Okay, and it's got a hundred and something on it, or. Yeah, hundred and something. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely time. Uh, not a bad, not a bad idea to think about changing the water pump. Also, uh, look at the. Um, Look at the cam seals at the same time. If the seals show any signs of, of leaking, it wouldn't be a bad idea to replace those, too. Did Great. you get a price on how much it's going to cost to do it? Or uh, Well, I got an estimate on Honda, but I plan to do it myself. I kind of have the knowledge to do it. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, yeah. So, and it cost like a nine, $900. Yeah. Like yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it's not, as long as you take your time, it's not, it's not too bad to do. Um, just keep in mind that, of course, it, you know, it is an interference engine. So, you know, mark everything and then don't touch anything. So, yeah. you know, don't. I have the, I have the, the manual. Oh, okay, I good. Yeah, because <laughs> it's only, it's, you know, if, if you, um, you know, in a shop, it would probably take three or four hours to replace it. But, you know, if I was there and especially where you're going to do it yourself, uh -huh. I would probably also put a water pump in, and I'd probably put a uh, a timing belt tensioner in too. Yeah, that, that, I'm yeah. planning to do that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, because I'm you know, not sure about the, the water pump. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, yeah. for the for the extra money that it's going to cost just for the parts where you're yeah. going to be doing the labor, I yeah. would I would just get it done and do it that way. Great, thank you very okay. much. Okay, uh, quick question. Sure, uh, my let us see the start to wearing out for part of it. Is anything anything? In the market that I can buy for fixing it, just a little corner to start to. Are they actually out. starting to wear out, or are they just starting to crack? It's starting like uh, wearing out. Like where basically, when I when I when I back it up, I put my hand with it. Oh, when I put my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's a leather product called Lexol. I think it's L E X or mm -hmm. L yeah L E X O L maybe. Um, and it's funny. I just got I just got a call from somebody the other day who. Uh, represents the company. They're actually a product made in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, but they've been around for years and years and years. And it's a product that kind of reconditions leather, and it might it might help a little bit. Okay. But short of, short of that, you know, you can't really, you know, if it if it wears out, I've seen people actually do patching in leather, uh -huh. um, but it I, it all it doesn't come out that good. So I would try okay. to maintain it. You know, uh, whether it's. Uh, you know, uh, the Lexol product or any good leather conditioner might soften the leather up. But what you don't want to do is don't don't use any kind of harsh cleaners like um, even something like Simple Green. If you put too much of it on leather, it'll actually soften it and turn it kind of into a mushy mess. Oh, okay. Okay? I'll keep that on my... All right. Uh, thank you very All much. All right. Yes. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 617-770-3030. 617-770-3030. I was looking through... Um, Hemmings Motor News, 
and came across an ad for Jeep Grand Wagoneers. And there's some talk that says that Jeep is going to bring back the Grand Wagoneer. But I was looking at some of the prices, and this is from a company called Wagon Master. They are probably the biggest of the uh, Wagoneer uh, remanufacturers, I guess. But they, I was looking at some of the prices. 88 Jeep Grand Wagoneer, 67,000 original miles, so very low mileage car. Uh, it's $48,000. An 87 Wagoneer, Grand Wagoneer, $40,000. A 91, $54,000. Oof. They're a lot of money, but they are, they are pretty unique vehicles. They also had a 1949 Willys Utility Station Wagon in kind of a uh, Blue Jay Blue is what it was called, 78,000 miles. But it has a Ford 302 V8 engine in it. And uh, that's a $20,000 car. I think that's more, I think that's more my, you know, something with a little V8 in it. I think that might be nice, although the Grand Wagoneers are nice. Let's talk to Joyce and Chelsea. Good morning, Joyce. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Very good, thank you. What can we do for you this morning? I'm curious about a 96 Honda. Okay. Excuse me, 06 Honda. It's got about 56,000 miles on it. It's Are, really necessary to change the transmission fluid. Um, not unless there's a problem. Uh, you know, if if you look at the fluid and it's kind of it's kind of brown and smelly, it's probably yeah. a, it's probably a good idea to replace it. But if the fluid looks like it's in good condition, um, and you have you know you weren't stuck in the snow with it, or you know, and you didn't overheat the transmission, the fluids the fluids probably in good shape. Okay. Okay? Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye now. 617-770-3030. 617-770-3030. Transmission fluid, you can change it, certainly. Uh, and in a uh, in something like a, a, a Honda, certainly, uh, you know, can can you do it? Is it regular maintenance? Sure, you can You can do it. But is it is it absolutely necessary? Um, in a lot of cases, no. And in fact, a lot of cases... When you look up uh, transmission fluid servicing, um, they don't really show much information at all till maybe 120,000 miles. So at this kind of mileage, still looks like it's in pretty good shape to me. There's always uh, a new product around to try to take care of engine cylinder head gasket failures. And I've seen some. Some seem to work. Some don't. In fact, I interviewed somebody years and years ago who had a product, and I think the interview is actually still on their website because every once in a while they call me up and they say, do you know if this stuff works? And all I can say was we gave it away, and it uh, one person I gave it to, it worked. One person I gave it to, it didn't work. Uh, there's also uh, another one, I think it's called... Uh, uh, Red Devil, I think, or something, and I've gave that away. Somebody tried it. They said it worked. You know, who knows how long. But now I see there's something new. It's called uh, K-Seal, and it says, Why trade users uh, can't get enough of K-Seal permanent coolant repair? K-Seal is permanent, guaranteed for the to last the life of the engine, it repairs most leaks in heads, cylinder head gaskets, radiators, heater cores, freeze plugs, water pumps, casings, cylinder heads, engine blocks. It mixes with all types of antifreeze. It's suitable for use in all water-cooled engines, including bikes, cars, trucks, agricultural, construction, and marine. 
and it's easy to use. Shake the bottle, add it to the cooling system, and go, it says. So unlike some of the other products where you actually had to um, drain the coolant, add the product, let it run, take the thermostat out, let it run, and then put it back together, this one actually seems to actually really, really do something. So we'll have, we'll have to wait and see. Have to see what it really does. And then one of the biggest car dealers, Penske, is a plan is apparently gonna try no haggle pricing in their stores. Penske Automotive Group has begun no haggle pricing at its Toyota dealership in, in Phoenix on new and used cars, trade-ins, finance, insurance products. It's unclear whether any of the other two hundred and forty two stores will adopt the approach, but uh Michael Fall, general manager at Toyota of Surprise in Surprise, Arizona, is a fan. I believe within five or ten years, most stores will have to be this way. Dealers have sold the way they have sold for years and done well, but customers want this. A Penske executive cautioned it's too early to track results, but Fall says that in the four weeks after Toyota Surprise began no-haggle pricing, Seems like there's a joke in there with the name of the town and name of the dealership. But um, 27% of his customers who came in the store left having bought a vehicle that tops the industry's average of um, like 25%. So doing better, no pressure. Uh, on the average, the total transition, uh, transaction time is about 60 to 90 minutes. The industry average is three to four hours to buy a car. I can't imagine. Last time, the last, well, the last two cars we bought, we got uh, from S&E Motor Sales. They're near here. They're in Weymouth or Hingham. And they also have a dealership over in Walpole, a Mitsubishi dealership. But we walked in, kind of went, oh, yeah, that's how much. And that was sort of it. Uh, we bought a Volkswagen from Cork Volkswagen years ago. And it was sort of the same thing. It was the car that was sort of in the ad. I walked in. They they said, oh, you, I said, no, I want this one. And that was pretty much, so I think I was only in there for about 45 minutes. Uh, but that is not usual. Uh, they don't want the typical high-pressure salesperson selling the vehicle. We want them moving the vehicles, but we also want them to focus on the customer satisfaction. Penske is the nation's second largest auto retailer. Uh, they hired this guy in February. Almost immediately, a discussion about testing no-haggle pricing arose. There are people that want to haggle. There are people that say, I want to try to negotiate, but, uh, you know, Saturn had a no-haggle pricing for all their vehicles, and the problem is they ran out of vehicles. They Their vehicle choice was not that great near the end, and in the beginning, they only had one vehicle, really. Ultimately, customers will determine the pro program's success. Um, while we're anxious to see the results of one price selling at the one location, given the nature of our brand mix, it's not expected to be a nationwide program. I wonder why that is. Toyota of Surprise Grand Opening is slated for June 21st, but they quietly launched a low, the no-haggle pricing on May 1st. The biggest question customers want to know is, when is the Grand Opening? Because they think uh, there will be a better deal at the Grand Opening. That just won't be the case. Tag on each new vehicle or used vehicle lists the price. The store bases a price primarily on each vehicle's market availability. As a result, prices are all over the board. Uh, for example, most Toyota Camry uh, sedans are 100 to $200 over invoice. Vehicles that are low in supply might be priced higher. There's no big surprises there. 
Well, I went to a car auction on Tuesday over at uh, over at the Mannheim Auto Auction down in, uh, I guess it's North Dighton. And it was one of the most interesting experiences. I've never been to a big auction like that. Ten lanes of cars going by, probably three, four, five hundred people. The cars stay on the auction block for minutes. So the car rolls up, and it's pretty sophisticated. People with their smartphones, dealers with their smartphones, scan a sticker in the back window. It gives them information about the vehicle, and then they start to bid on it. And just when you think it's getting interesting, the car rolls away and it got sold. And what I learned, it's a little like what you see on TV. Um, there's two kinds of auctions you see on TV. The one where they have the paddle and they jump up and down. And then the one where they wink and nod. This is, this is the wink. And, I, I, learned, I learned watching one guy when he, uh, when he nodded his head up and down, it meant a $100 increase. And when he winked, it was a $50 increase. And I, I, was, I was at, uh, there was one lane that was just closed off for Chrysler dealers only. And I watched 10 cars get sold and I never saw anybody buy one. It was, it was like, there was a bunch of people standing there. I never saw anybody raise their hand. That's like, when, when, did, when did this happen? When did they buy these cars? But it was, it was pretty interesting watching it all happen. And Bach even has their own lane. So uh, I think on Tuesday when I was there, Bach had 150 cars go through the auction under their own, under their own lane. They, I guess they sponsor the lane. But uh, amazing how much some vehicles go for that I don't think they should go for that at all. And this is at the wholesale level. There was a 14-year-old Ford Ranger pickup truck that had 200,000 miles on it that on a good day to me is a $1,000 vehicle. It sold for $2,900, which means that somebody actually had to clean it up a little bit more and make a profit. It was just, it was, it was amazing. Uh, Mannheim is a pretty interesting place. They're, uh, they're, uh, they have, I think they employ about 300 people down there. They have a full reconditioning shop. They have a body shop, a mechanical repair shop. So if dealers want to bring cars in and have them all buffed up and clean, they can do it there. They can do minor repairs. Uh, the guy who runs the place, uh, Jim, I'm going to say Hogarth, but I'm probably wrong, been there for 30 years, started off as a janitor, and now he's the general manager. Which is always a good story. So I, I may I may need him with uh, when I do that student skills competition. Do we have to take another break? Nope, we're all good. Okay, I'm right, just making sure. Marina usually throws stuff at me just in case. So, but Kelly's too nice. She's very she's very nice. And there's Paul Sullivan just sitting there in his Harvard University shirt. Good morning, Paul. I didn't earn this. I bought it. That's okay. That's okay. I, I tested out at Harvard. You know, it, <laughs> you know how that goes. Um. I, I, a Harvard application when I was a kid, so mm -hmm. about the same time you were a kid. Right, yep. I think it was 50 bucks yeah. to apply to Harvard. And we thought it was, um, uh, you know, undoable. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to, I can't spend, I can't find 50 bucks. Did not you apply? That. Did you apply? Uh, no. No? Not I even applied to, to some other Ivy League schools. Yeah, not like. even to get the rejection letter? Well, see, this, the high school that I went to, you kind of knew if Harvard was going to take you before oh, you okay. had to apply. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the good old Boston Latin School. Oh, okay. You, you kind of knew. Yeah. Uh, I just I just wanted the rejection letter. I think they had their fill of uh, Boston kids, so oh. I applied to a couple of other 
Ivy League schools and get very nice uh, rejection letters from them. Well, they're they're always polite. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. they are. um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I still might have them somewhere. Yeah. They're so nicely written. <laughs> yeah, I refer uh, to them at times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, what's up for the Irish at Parade today on this beautiful... It's gorgeous out yeah. there. And I didn't spill my coffee. I was listening to you. Well, so I just thought during that the, that little transition... Well, three we, commercials we in a back, row yeah. that I had recorded. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of interesting. It, 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 it was, but then... It doesn't we, happen like that. Yeah, but then we had this little... Uh, it was me. I... I oh, jumped, the board burped. I, I, I jumped. It was. It was not. It was not Kelly. Kelly's doing a phenomenal job. It was me. I wasn't. I wasn't watching her signals. And show was great today. I love the interview you had with the um, the battery guy. Yeah. Great. Well, it's it's an interesting. I mean, the product is literally like the size of two CD cases put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And you can jumpstart a car with it. Yeah. And it's not like one of those. I've seen the ones before that were. I mean, I really wanted to like the product. There was a guy down in New Bedford or Fall River, mm-hmm. and it was this little box, and it was filled with batteries, and it was made by veterans or something. Something, yeah. something. You really wanted to love this product. Yeah. You wanted him to and, be successful. Yeah, and you, he said, well, you can jumpstart a car with it. And you, like, hook it up, and then you wait, and you wait, and wait. No. And I'm like, okay, and I tried it, and... Yeah, if, if the battery was, if you left your lights on and the battery could just barely crank the engine over mm-hmm. and you hooked this up and waited for 20 minutes, yeah. it might have charged the battery back up. But at one point, I was using it and it caught on fire. There you go. So, well, that wasn't that good. <laughs> and then they changed the name to Enfuego. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It had it had a thermal incident. Yeah, oh boy. And then there, then there was a guy a in Hingham yeah. that actually had another product. That um, was a little box, and it had like a 12-volt battery in it that would, you would use for emergency lighting. Mm-hmm. And he was a former, like one of those companies makes those backup power supplies. I think he came from that industry. Right. And you would, you know, do the same thing. You'd, you'd plug it into your cigarette lighter. And that one actually had, that one worked a little bit better because it had more of a real battery to it. Right. But still, they what they did is they actually like trickle charge the battery to get it back in light, mm-hmm. back to light. This thing actually is a has the capacity to crank the engine over, so it really does jumpstart the battery, and it does it with um, low voltage and high amperage. And I, I, I think I thought they stepped down high voltage to make it all work, but uh, engineering is a phenomenal thing. So uh, just, just a. a Pretty interesting product, and and about a month ago, I asked if I could try one out, and they can't they can't keep them on the yeah. shelf long enough, so they don't need my help at all. No. But when I when I got the email about this Gold Rush Rally thing, I was a little interested about that. Um, I didn't I didn't realize that in between they fly. It's like it's like okay, we're going to rally to Utah, then we're going to fly to Chicago. Well, it's weird because yeah. you said, "How do the cars get there?" Yeah, that exactly. was my question. I was like, yeah. Not I guess the they all get on a truck, but... Can't even get eight batteries on the plane. He's not going to get the cars on the plane. I, I know. I know. Yeah, so we got to go. Bye. Because uh, Kelly's telling me, <laughs> hey, Kelly? hey, 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 it's time Kelly's to go. It's time to go. to do. Yeah, so uh, until next week, oh, make sure... Oh, congratulations to the Dedham High School class of uh, 2014. Hey. They're graduating this morning. I was. I could have been there. I should have been there probably, but... Congratulations, guys. Well, congratulations. And congratulations to all the graduates that are, you know, over the next uh, probably weekend or two, there's going to be a whole bunch of them that are going to be out there and try to figure out what to do with their lives. So.
Someday I'll figure out what to do with mine. Oh, and you brought up the uh, issue of the traffic cameras in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Next week I'll have a story about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not going to go well, I boom, can boom, tell. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best in Irish music with uh, Paul Sullivan and the Irish Hit Parade coming up next. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.